everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm all right. You're trying to lay down the law here. Well, yeah, I gave you some tips and hints prior to recording to make the show better. How about, do you think I have tips for you? Yes. I can't think of any right now. All right, that's because I'm perfect, and we all know that. I don't think that's what it is. All right, let's get to the Disney Parks blog. All right. Um, There is a feature here about the Disneyland Railroad steam engine being back on track. That's right. One of Disneyland's original steam engines, the E.P. Ripley, has returned to the park. It's been away for five years, being uh, repaired and restored. And on March 6th, it will once again return to take guests on a grand circle tour of Disneyland Park. Uh, The train's been around since the opening in 1955. Do we have any idea how many they have? Uh, I know they have at least three. All right. But uh, I don't know the actual number. The Disney Parks blog has a feature on Aulani and some ways that you can uh, enjoy your time there with recreational activities. That's right. It's time for some Ohana fun at Disney's Aulani Resort. Ohana meaning? Family. That's right. Uh, so it's just a little story about uh, about Aulani. Um, you know, if you want to see what some things to do, like uh, visit the... Uh, uh, the Menahuni, which are the little sprites that live there, or go to their uh, walking tour, or check out the design of the resort. Uh, and of course, this is of interest to us because we will be visiting Aulani in August if yeah. everything goes well. Our first time. That's right, when we do our Hawaii cruise. And you know what else you can do while you're there? What can you do? They have a 45-minute experience where you can learn how to play the ukulele. Are you going to sign up for that? You know, I might have to. <laughs> you might just, I, might I have think. To. And uh, after uh, your experience, if you enjoyed it, you can purchase an ukulele. Neat. Yeah. And if you're a DVC member, you get free replacement strings with your purchase. <laughs> for real? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So uh, you can check that out on the Disney Parks blog. And now we're going to head on over to Disneyland. Mickey and Minnie figures have been installed on the new Centennial Park Fountain at Mickey's Toontown. That's right, Centennial Park, of course, the uh, centerpiece of the new and, and reimagined Toontown, uh, does have a statue of Mickey and Minnie. It is very much uh, looking very, uh, uh, what's, what's the name of that uh, Patrick Swayze movie? Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. It's very much with Mickey yes. hoisting Minnie in the air. <laughs> she has a watering can, uh, and and he, uh, he's hoisting her above his head. So it uh, it does look very, very Dirty Dancing-ish. Um, the fun part, of course, is seeing this being installed by a forklift. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is within sight of the El Capitoon Theater, which is, of course, where the new uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway resides in California. And uh, this is all part of preparing Mickey's Toontown, which will reopen in Disneyland on March 19th. One of the new things that they're putting in at the uh, new Toontown is a water bottle filling station. That's right. There's a new water bottle filling station, which is, uh, well, kind of weird because it's over between the restrooms. Well, yeah, because that's where the water fountains always are. Well, yeah, I don't want uh, restroom water in That's my... where water fountains always are. Plus, it's where the pipes are. Yeah, it's true, right? So, uh, so new... toilet water. You can fill up your bottle with toilet, toilet water. water. New bottle filling stations. Uh, they seem to be putting a lot of these in the park, and it makes sense because mm-hmm. a lot of people do have their own bottles these days, and it's a very environmentally friendly thing to do. And so much more sanitary than trying to have people fill it from um, from like a watering fountain. Right, Not right. a watering fountain, a water fountain. Yeah, so, uh, you know... Uh, this water uh, bottle filling station was just installed uh, prior to this weekend, so it is fresh. It is new. Um, of course, if you're going to be visiting 
uh, Mickey's Toontown. You can check out the Dreaming Tree where little kids can play. Donald's Boat and Goofy's House. They've both been refurbished. Uh, Goofy's House now has Goofy's How to Play Yard, which has a sound garden and an elevated clubhouse. Uh, the old Gadget Go Coaster is now known as Chip and Dale's Gadget Coaster. And uh, they will have the two new restaurants, which we spoke about last week, Cafe Daisy and the Good Boy Grocers. So, uh, you know, they will join Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is already opened. Now, we're going to be heading over to Disney's California Adventure because there's some new churro news. Oh, they, this is quite the new churro. It's like a lemon raspberry pie. Yes, the like a lemon raspberry pie churro is available at Terran Treats, which is part of the Avengers campus. Uh, and that is there for the... Uh, 2023 Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. It is a raspberry flavored spiral churro topped with a lemon, uh, topped with a lemon and marshmallow glaze and pie crust crumbles, and it will cost you six seventy five. Does that look good to you? Yeah, I've never seen them do them in this like round shape. Well, you know, it's it's supposed to be. In I know, but I mean, it's intergalactic. Cool. I treats, get it, but so. I've just never seen that before. Who knew you could make round chur- right? round churros? Uh, but that's not the only churro that we have that's new. No, uh, there's a tiramisu churro. That's right, and that is offered at the Hollywoodland Churro Cart, uh, which is in Disney's California Adventure, and that is also around for the uh, Food and Wine Festival. That one doesn't look nearly as good. All right. Um, and then over at Willie's Churros, they have a pineapple coconut churro. That's right. Willie's Churros cart is on Buena Vista Street. The pineapple coconut churro, uh, which is a churro with pineapple sugar, pineapple topping, coconut cream icing, and toasted coconut for the low, low price of $6.75. So, that one doesn't look good, but it sounds good. It does. And a very, very much supposed to taste like pina coladas. I like pina coladas. I'm sure, yes, you do. <laughs> A new dining establishment, the Earl of Sandwich Tavern, has now opened at um, downtown Disney at Disneyland. That's right. It's right next door to the quick service location, uh, but they do have a little bit of a different menu, and uh, it's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I just love Earl of Sandwich. I think that uh, their food is very good. Uh, And they also now have, in this location, have an indoor bar that serves signature cocktails, beer, and wine. You can dine at the bar as well as the patio. Uh, or uh, the tables that they have there. So they do now have uh, appetizers. It's more of a of a pub menu to go along with their sandwiches. Well, it does say tavern, and that's also probably why they serve alcohol. That is true. And uh, they now have entrees in addition to their sandwiches. They have a sesame ginger salmon, spaghetti and meatballs, fish tacos, fish and chips, slow roasted chicken, roasted rib, uh, roasted prime rib of beef, and chicken fettuccine Alfredo. So some different offerings there from Earl of Sandwich. That wraps up the news in California, so let's head across the country to Walt Disney World. All right. Newest update on Tron Light Cycle Run at the Magic Kingdom is that some directional signs have been installed on the Storybook Circus walkway. That's right. That's a new sign that marks the entrance from Fantasyland and Storybook Circus to Tomorrowland. Uh, and the, that is where the walkway from those two areas uh, where they pass. So it used to be a blank concrete wall, but now the path has a sign that reads Tomorrowland uh, in a very futuristic font, uh, and it is uh, lit up with some blue lighting. So it looks very, uh, very fancy. So fancy. Keeping with their fancy uh, updates is a new clock that they installed. 
That's right. They've installed a new clock on the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company. Uh, the old clock, which I think had a little bit more charisma from the 1994 Tomorrowland reimagining, was the old gear clock. Um, and the new clock is just very mm, plain. It's nope. a clock face. Nope, don't it's like very it. small. Uh, not a fan. And it, uh, it has no, it has you know no what? charisma. It's not, it's not fancy. I take back what I said. Mm-hmm. Not fancy. It's though. very plain. It is. I don't like it. Somebody call Bob Iger mm. and let him know, would you? Walt Disney Imagineering shared their first look at the Tron Light Cycle Run Team Green post-show. That's right. Team Green, of course, the attraction is sponsored by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. And what color is their uh, color? Green. Green. Uh, so Team Green being a play on uh, both Enterprise Rent-A-Car's color uh, and the green-colored light cycle. Uh, Green-colored in the original movie in 1982 represented military programs that were in the grid. Uh, and in the Disney XD series, they represented the elite Black Guard. There is no rumor on what Team Green will represent uh, as far as the attraction goes. Um, but, uh, you know, there's a full-size light cycle in there. Uh, there's a few futuristic-looking vehicles. There's some information about the grid. Uh, so it's going to be a post-show that's informative. Uh, and not, uh, you know, not a retail establishment because we know that retail is going to the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company. Right. Disney World is giving pass holders complimentary one-day tickets for the Tron Light Cycle Run previews on the blackout dates. That's right. If you're an AP holder in Florida and you signed up for a Tron Light Cycle Run preview, uh, it happens to be during a blackout period because it's just before Easter. Ah. So originally Disney had said that they would uh, immediately, they would automatically cancel a preview for them that was set up during that time. However, they have now backtracked and they will be offering a complimentary one-day ticket to pass holders who have previews on uh, what is a blockout date. I mean, that makes sense. You it let does. them, you let them get it. And then you're not, that's, if it were some sort of other, if it were a preview for someone else other than, uh, an annual pass holder. Right. It might make sense. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to let them use their annual pass when they got in because they have an annual pass. Well, they should have bought a higher tier that had less blackout dates. Uh, I guess that's true. When they finally do get to go on light cycle run, the annual pass holders will be limited to one ride only during the previews. That's right. Uh, one ride, one ride only uh, prior to the ride opening on April 4th. Uh, I think the cast members got to ride multiple uh, times. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, AP holders, you're getting one ride, and then they usher you at the exit, which happens to be the walkway that goes over to Storybook Circus. The popcorn stand in World Discovery is behind construction walls right now. Yeah, no word on what is happening, but construction walls are up and uh, completely covering the popcorn stand. No popcorn for you. Annual pass holder exclusive ganache squares and Jock Lindsay's drinks are available at Disney Springs through March 31st. That's right. If you're an AP holder, you have some exclusive offerings available to you during the month. The Ganachery is offering pass holders a ganache square, which features Minnie Mouse. It is a white chocolate square infused with raspberry and then enrobed in the Ganachery's custom dark 65% chocolate. And then, of course, it is adorned with a Minnie Mouse treat. Over at Jock Lindsay's, they have a high flyer cocktail, uh, which is raspberry vodka, chambord, and lemonade, and garnished with a lemon slice and cherry. They have a non-alcoholic mocktail called the Baggage Claim, which is made with a lemonade and grenadine combination. So uh, nice that they have a couple of AP holder exclusives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Universal seems to do this a lot more than yeah. Disney, um, but Disney is kind of getting on that wagon. 
So there's extra excitement in my Gideon's Bakehouse news, which you know is like one of my favorite features of uh, of this show. Right. They have come out with another specialty cookie for March. That's right. This is a limited edition cookie for March 2023, and it is uh, a peanut butter chocolate swirl cookie. Uh, available for the month of March. Uh, it was available originally during the grand opening of, uh, grand opening of Gideon's Bakehouse and then returned last May. So it's been gone for a while. Uh, the cookie will cost $6. It is described as a peanut butter dough, triple chocolate dough, uh, chocolate chips, peanut butter chips, and house-made candied peanuts. We're going to, oh my gosh, this looks so delicious. We're going to be there for like all of five hours, I think, in Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to come back with like just a Close huge like bag of cookies, which is, of course, what you need because we're stopping as a stopover on a cruise. That's exactly what you need when you're on a cruise is it's more food, like 12 pounds of cookies. They brought back the breakfast buffet at Chef Mickey's a little bit ago. How's that going? Well, it's been in place since March 1st. Uh, as we know, since the restaurant reopened, it has been a family style service. Um, but the, uh, the, the buffet is back and it has returned and, uh, seems to be going well. Looks, uh, looks pretty much the same as it used to be. They still have the ice cream, uh, bar, which is, I feel like the most important part. Right. And, uh, you know, your, your usual stations, your carving station, your waffles, your, uh, I don't know what else do they have. They the ice cream. Have it's ice just cream. the ice cream. The ice, ice cream, cream and station. waffles. That's all you need. And bacon. <laughs> right. And bacon. So uh, Chef Mickey is still there, of course. Uh, but now you do not meet with him until after you have finished eating and paying. Uh, so, I like uh, that. Uh, he does come out and dance with the other characters periodically during the meal. Uh, and upon being seated, you are given an autograph card signed by everybody. So uh, I don't know if it means that they are not uh, signing autographs, but they are stopping by tables to pose at for pictures. So everybody else stops by. Yes. It's just Mickey you see at the end. Correct. Mickey okay. is uh, is on the way out. He's a chef. He's very busy. I know you used to. I was you used to pose with him in front of a giant plate, and it looks like you still do. Okay. Perfect. All right, time for a little entertainment news. Uh, If you enjoyed the Santa Clauses Season 1, they have started casting for Season 2 and have noted that Eric Stone Street and Gabriel Iglesias have joined the cast. You may remember Eric Stone Street as Cam from Modern Family, uh, and Gabriel Iglesias is a uh, comedian. Uh, You may also know him as Fluffy. Uh, Inglacius will be playing Chris Kringle. He is the owner uh, and operator of a Christmas-themed amusement park called Santa Land. Uh, and no word, let's see, Eric Stone Street will be playing Magnus Antis, a.k.a. Mad Santa, who reigned during the 14th century and is now returning to take down Scott Calvin and reclaim the North Pole. Oh, so it sounds like we're going to have a little bit of a fight this year. <laughs> a Santa fight. Debuting on Disney Plus this coming Friday, March 10th at 1 p.m., uh, is a new, sh- uh, well, a new special, Miley, Sen- Miley Cyrus Endless Summer Vacation, The Backyard Sessions, which covers uh, Miley performing songs from the Endless Summer Vacation album, which is her latest, uh, latest album or, or soon, to, soon to be released album. Uh, well, I guess that is being dropped on March 10th as well. So you can buy the album and watch her special. Uh, on Friday, March 10th. Okay. So James Cameron has noted that Avatar 3 is going to connect directly to characters introduced in Disney World's Avatar theme park attractions. Oh, that's cool. Uh, uh, although I don't know who because there are no specific characters. Well, there, there's, I mean, they might just look like the characters when you go through the river journey. Isn't there's there the, the shaman who yeah. does the singing. Maybe All right, so. she'll be in it. Yeah. 
but that's pretty much all I know. Um, uh, the next Avatar movie is set for release on December 20th of 2024, so we've got more than a year and a half to go, although it was filmed in conjunction with Avatar 2, uh, The Way of Water. Um, so Cameron is saying that Avatar 3 is going to pull characters from Pandora, which is in the animal uh, kingdom, uh, into the movie. Uh, these characters are going to be known as desert people. They are wind traders that trade and travel around. So, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll start to get more news of this as things get closer. And our last story today, although it is not a Disney story per se, uh, does involve Star Wars. And there is a new documentary that is debuting this week down in, uh, down in Texas. Uh, at the Alamo Theater, and it is called A Disturbance in the Force, and it is a look at how the Star Wars Holiday Special was made. Uh, if you're a child of the 70s, uh, as I am, you may remember that 1978 on CBS, there was a holiday, a Star Wars Holiday Special, which celebrated Life Day, which was kind of a goof. It was just a way to get Star Wars onto television, uh, and it was at the actual introduction of Boba Fett mm, okay. uh, in a little cartoon. And uh, there were, let's see, Harvey Corman was in it. Um, B. Arthur was in it. Oh, it was just, it was really kind of wacky. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of a goof. George Lucas doesn't really like it to be shown, which is why it hasn't been around in a while. And um, now there's this the uh, documentary that goes behind the scenes to talk about how it was made. And the funny thing is that Life Day, which was the whole purpose of the special, which was what the Wookiees celebrate on their home planet, has actually now become a thing in the Star Wars universe. Okay. Like, Life Day is kind of celebrated. Right. So, it was meant to be a goof, and now we celebrate it. That's fun. So, so did I miss where we were going to talk about Universal and SeaWorld? We don't have any Universal Nothing. or SeaWorld stories. Just no. all, it's Walt all has Disney taken today. over today. He has. All right. Okay. I just want to make sure we weren't missing anything. We're not missing anything. Yeah. So, uh, that's it. I'm not going crazy. Mm -hmm. I haven't left anything off. And until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Ah!